fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just glad you're here. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing fine. I'm me? Because this is about me. This isn't about you. You just walk into this podcast and you hear about me because I'm an only child and I don't know any other way of living. It's always been about me. Okay, Santa Claus was in my life until I was 14. It was all about me. We didn't make fucking Christmas about Christ. It was about Santa making my life better. Santa adding an extra console to my collection of consoles. (laughs) But I've been doing good. I guess, look. I guess you would say that this that right now I am living my best life on pen and paper. If you ask a psychologist, if you check my vitals, I am living my best life. I have been three months sober off alcohol. Just alcohol. You know, I've been three weeks off weed. Weed isn't really that addicting to me. I've been off cigarettes, I guess, three and a half months. Like three months. Yeah, three months and a half, I've been off cigarettes. I've been living my best life. I've been sober. Okay? Does that mean that I have a clear conscience, just a fresh mind? Yeah. Do I still have negative, self-hating thoughts that just placate my mind all day? Also, yes. So all those thoughts that I've been Putting aside all those negative thoughts that the second that they arised, all I did was take a couple of puffs to forget all those negative self-hating thoughts that have been accumulating all over, that have been accumulating in the back of my mind for all of these years. I am now finally, finally, I am trapped in my house. I have a fresh noggin and I'm ready to process them. And boy, does that suck. Boy, does being sober, wow, that is not worth it. You know? (laughs) And this quarantine is tough. I think it's been tough on all of us. I think it's been tough on you. It's been tough on me. It's been tough on everybody. No matter what you believe in, no matter how tough you are mentally, there there have been moments that you just want to give up. And I'm telling you, whenever the quarantine Whenever the quarantine gets me a little bit existential, whenever the quarantine makes me want to give up, oh, I have been processing all of those negative, I want to give up emotions sober, clearly. Whenever life gets tough, I just still in those negative electrical signals. I don't go running towards the bottle. I don't go putting a fucking marijuana stick in my face. You know, hands trembling because I'm about to have a panic attack. I can barely light the blunt because my hands are fucking trembling. I don't go running towards that bottle like a baby. Like a toddler. Like a fucking five-year-old that, that's afraid of cups. <laughs> like a five-year-old that, that the only fucking, the only way that they're going to consume liquid is through a bottle, through sucking a fake 
nipple. That's the only way they are willing to hydrate themselves. <laughs> you know, like a fucking five-year-old that's afraid of cups and toilets. <laughs> they're five years old and they're still wearing a diaper. They're terrified of toilets because they walked in to their dad's corpse, headless corpse, with their dad's headless corpse sitting on a toilet with their brains decorating the back wall of that toilet, you know, with a shotgun on the floor. <laughs> and that poor kid is now traumatized for life. That kid is now going to always wear a diaper until they could afford a really good therapist when they're 34. <laughs> they're going to be wearing a diaper and sucking on baby bottles until they're 34. Not me. I don't go running towards the bottle when things get tough anymore. That's not me. Uh-uh. I stand there and I take it like a healthy human being. Do I hate it? Yes, I do. Do I think about drinking? Every day. But I fucking stay there. Whenever I get those electrical signals in the part of the brain that I don't like, I don't like it when my brain goes on my left side of the brain. It makes my, it makes my eyes go pee-pee. It makes my eyes leak. Not me. I fucking stand there. I take it. I pace around my room. I pace around my room and I hyperventilate and I deal with it. I check my phone 27 times. 27 times in a 7 minute span of time. You know? I pace around the room. I fucking drink an extra cup of coffee and that just ramps it up to 100 unnecessarily, you know? But I fucking take it. I stew in those fucking emotions like you're the way that you're supposed to, you know? I let a couple follicles seal up, okay? Because that's what a fucking adult does. That's how a motherfucking adult deals with their goddamn emotions. They just let their emotions happen. They fucking freak the fuck out and they let their fucking follicles seal Shut down. They let their follicles stop producing hair for the rest of their existence in this fucking planet. That's how I manage my emotions. <laughs> I'm an adult now. That's what you do when you're a fucking adult. <laughs> this fucking sucks, dude. I really hope getting sober, like, I don't know. I really hope it plays off. I hope it works out for me because this is just, currently, I just hate it. I hate being sober, but I also hate being high. Like, the reason why, like, I'm going to talk about this a little bit, a little, a little bit earnestly with you guys. I, like, okay, I quit alcohol because last time I drank, it gave me a headache because I wasn't smoking. I had to quit alcohol to quit smoking cigarettes. Like, that's just how it, that's just how it had to go, you know, for me. Because really... Like, I guess, yeah, I think it's just like how people would quit coffee to quit whipped cream, <laughs> you know? There's people that, that, there's people that like, they love whipped cream, dude. Like, and I hate whipped cream on a coffee because that isn't a condiment. Whipped cream on coffee isn't a condiment. 
Okay, it's just something in the, in the way and between you and the fucking drug. I don't get it. I don't know why you would do that, you know? That's like not permitting yourself to spark a joint if you don't do 35 burpees, you know, in between every hit. Like, why are you do It's in the way. It's an obstacle. Whipped cream on a coffee isn't a condiment. It's a fucking obstacle. And there's people who are super addicted to whipped cream, dude. And they can't just drink coffee. They can't just cut. They can't just cut whipped cream and have their coffee. Nah, man. Because their brain associates fucking coffee with whipped cream. And they want to be adults. Whipped cream and sprinkles. There's adults out there that are struggling to be adults just like me. But instead of being, you know, binging alcohol and, and, and weed, you know, softcore drugs. They're fucking binging sprinkles and whipped cream. That's, <laughs> that's the struggle that they have to deal in their life. <laughs> And I basically that so that's why I quit alcohol so I could quit smoking and I guess I had to stop smoking weed because I hated the feeling of like I'm not a productive smoker I'm a I am I am naturally I'm a lazy person I will look for any cheap excuse to not do a thing you know I will look for any excuse to just you know blame it I I, I like blaming my problems on like exterior things so then I don't feel responsible for, you know, trying and just putting myself in a situation where I could either succeed or fail, where I would most likely fail and then I have to like pick myself up again and then try again and then fail, then pick myself up again, then try again and fail. Like that's, you know, so I just, I had to quit that. I want to have like a clear mind and boy, having a clear mind sucks. Boy, have I been silencing a lot of thoughts, a lot of negative thoughts that have been placating my mind. And they're all like arising and they're all coming up at once and it freaks me out. And I don't know. I don't know if 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 the way that works is that like you finally process all those thoughts and then, you know, I'm, I'm on a fresh, clean slate. Is that how the mind works? I don't know. I have a shitty psychologist. Most psychologists are shitty, dude. Most psychologists aren't worth the money. You know, I hate how they picture psychologists in, like, movies, you know, these, like, sophisticated fucks, these sophisticated fucks with fancy sweaters, and the average psychologist is wearing a shirt just like this, you know, during a really shitty cubicle, you know, with, like, no decoration, and they're just doing their job. They don't care about you. They just want to medicate you, get you out of their fucking office, and get to the next guy. That's all they want to do. And psychologists sucks. They suck. Sucks. I don't know why I, you know, pluralized sucks. That didn't need to happen. But my point being, dude, like, yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've, I've been sober throughout this whole thing. And mentally, I don't know. I don't know if I'm healthy. I guess on paper I am. That's the point that I'm trying to get. I don't know if I'm healthy. I am arguably healthy. But if one thing I could take out of this is that at least I want to be able to say that I'm better than you. At least, at least I want to be able to make fun of people that are constantly drinking and smoking. I want to act like I'm superior than them. I'm going to go, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be that guy now. You don't need drugs to have fun. All the fun that I need, all the fun that I need, I carry it in here, in my brain. My thoughts, they're enough. But you, of course, you need 
an extra something something to be able to get to the creative, peaceful, fun place that I'm living at. I am miserable. Deep down, I'm miserable, but on the surface, oh boy, am I going to pretend. Am I going to put an act for all of you? Rehabilitated George is coming to town! <laughs> oh, this sucks. <laughs> if I can't rub it on people's faces, this is how much being sober sucks. If I can't rub it on people's faces, I do not see the point of this. <laughs> if I cannot rub it in people's faces and be like, ha ha, I'm better than you. It's just like working out, dude. It's just like working out. I hate all these people that are like, I hate all these fucks that are like, oh my God, fat phobia. Like they're, like they're making fat phobia like a real issue. Meanwhile, you know, the a, a lot like millions upon millions of people are unemployed. Like, yeah, okay. Like people hating fatties or people like, you know, lowering their eyebrows and like making a disgust look whenever they encounter fatty. I think it's it's the less of our society's issues, you know. And the whole fat phobia thing bothers me because the only reason, the only reason, the only point to me working out, getting in shape was to call the rest of my friends fat fucks, to rub it in their faces and to finally, because after all these years, I used to be this skinny armed you know, chubby, mustacheless, estrogen-fueled pussy. Not anymore. Not only do I have control of my body, I now have control of my thoughts. I'm going to be an unstoppable machine, even though that deep down I'm going to be super miserable, and I'm going to rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> Oh, if you don't know, if you really can't tell that I'm joking, just please turn off the podcast and go somewhere else. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I've been miserable, to be honest. This whole sober thing sucks. I, I still don't see the payoff in this. I miss, I miss weed. I miss, but I can't, I don't know. I can't, I'm not saying I'm not going to go back to drinking unless if I could rub it in people's faces. <laughs> I'm going to fucking shame alcoholics and drug users. That's going to be my new thing. You know, just acting better than them. At, you know, and acting better than people that are smoking cigarettes. That's going to be my thing, man. That's going to be my thing. You know, I'm going to rub my long eternal lifespan on their fucking addicted faces, dude. With their fucking... I'm going to rub it on their... On their cancer-infested lungs. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my plan. Because how the fuck am I supposed to be happy if I could not rub my success in people's faces? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I don't know. I'm getting sober. Again, I don't see the payoff. I don't see the payoff, and I'm going to say that if... In a couple of months, like, things, you know, they remain stagnant. They don't get better for me mentally. Like, my mind doesn't calm the fuck down. I think I'm going to go on the journey of finding God. No more fucking edgy atheist George. That's not going to be my thing. You know, I'm going shopping for an imaginary friend. I want to be... I want to believe the delusion. If it's going to bring me happiness... Lie to me all you want. I want to be lied to. I want to buy your lies. Please. If it makes me a better person, if it makes me funnier, if it makes me more productive, and it just makes me 
all around a happier person, I will indulge, I will double dip in your delusions. So please, if like you're affiliated to any sort of religion, sell it to me. Sell it to me. I'm all ears. But don't come to my house handing me shitty pamphlets. Like, like I need someone who's coherent and is good at expressing ideas. You know? But if no one sells their religion to me, I think, I really think, I'm not going Catholic, I'm not going Muslim, I'm not going Jewish, I'm not going Jehovah's Witness. If I'm going to go and find God, I'm going Mega church. Yes, I am. When I go out to find a religion, a new religion, I'm going mega church. Because if I am going to be indoctrinated, I want to be indoctrinated in a place that has great air conditioning, that has a central air conditioning. I am not going to some humble little shitty Catholic church that has just donated fans just spread unequally across the church that barely work because I live in a tropical island. I know a lot about fans. We don't have a lot of ceiling fans in Puerto Rico. We have a lot of those like floor Fans and and the thing about those floor fans that like after uh, six months to a year, they start not working that well. You know, they start you start sweating in the nighttime. They start getting old, and they start dying. And all I see whenever I go to a Catholic church is just a bunch of old. Dying fans spread out throughout the whole church. Catholic churches in poor areas are essentially nursing homes for fans. And I'm not going to go through that ever again. The only source of air that is available in a humble, little, shitty Catholic church is standing a little bit too close to your grandma, taking in the stench of expired perfume and death. Expired perfume and death while she's fucking fanning herself with a hand fan with her old, weak wrist, barely getting an inch of fresh, cooling air. And then you're there, bored to death, Trying to receive the message of God. Doing the best you can in a sweat storm. Okay, your nipples are fucking doused in your sweat because in your armpit sweat because your armpits are just clogged out. It's now spreading to your torso, bud. Not only spreading to your torso, but accumulating in your deep belly button. And now all the boogers that I've been storing all this month in my belly button are now ruined with the salts of my sweat. I don't like salty boogers. And thanks to God, thanks to me exposing myself to this little humble Catholic hot sauna. The boogers that I've been storing in my belly button for a special occasion are now ruined. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Why the fuck don't you sell? 
I will never understand why the fuck don't Catholic churches sell the ginormous, disturbing, slightly sexy, almost naked, crucified, which is gruesome too, Jesus Christ that is hanging behind a church. You know that like giant statue of Jesus just dying, just coughing his last coughs. You know, by the way, the more extreme that the Catholic Church, the more blood that Jesus in the background has, that statue Jesus in the background has. He's just filled with blood. Those gruesome ones, they're so fucking disturbing. Why don't you fucking sell those? I'm not even looking. I'm not even looking at the priest that's giving his blood boring, dumb sermon. I'm looking at almost dying Jesus because I'm disturbed and hot. I'm going mega church. <laughs> I'm going mega church, bro. Fuck that. Fuck being hot in a church trying to receive the fucking word of God. Fuck. And I'm, another reason why I'm going mega church is because I want cushioned seats. I want cushioned, reclinable seats. I'm not talking about these shitty mega churches, you know, where you have to bring your own seats or with the plastic chairs. Uh-uh. I'm going with the, I'm talking about the mega churches that have fucking a cup holder in each armrest. Okay, I don't understand this whole rule that, that you can't like drink water, you can't have a cup of coffee, you can't enjoy a sandwich doing a sermon. Do you think God wants you to be famished, malnourished while receiving his fucking word? Nah, bro. I want to go to a church that has a guy selling popcorn row by row. I am not going back to those humble, shitty, hot churches with the uncomfortable fucking wooden benches that bruise my tailbone. Uh-uh. Not going back. Not me. Like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm hot in those boring Catholic churches. It's like if they don't want you to be there. It's like if they honestly don't want you to receive the word of God. The Catholic Church. Let me tell you one thing about poor Catholic churches. They're really bad at marketing their ideas. You know? You can't expect people. You can't expect to indoctrinate people when they're hot, uncomfortable, bored. At least if they're going to be bored, you want them to be cool well-nourished, and comfortable. Let them take a nap. If someone's taking a nap in your church, that's not a disrespect to God. That's how you fucking get them. If I take a nap in a place, that means I'm comfortable in that fucking place. That means I'm comfortable in the temple of God. Let me fucking, let me ease up. Let me cozy up to the temple of God before I start processing and getting fucking indoctrinated. How the fuck do you expect to indoctrinate me to the point where I'm trying to suppress the rights of homosexuals? Where, where I'm trying to slut shame women into fucking keeping their virginity until marriage. If I'm hot, I'm uncomfortable, and I'm bored in your dumb Catholic church. That's why I'm going mega church. 
If I'm going to receive any sort of indoctrination, I want to be comfortable and I want to fucking be there. Okay, I'm going, and the mega church that I want to go to, I want to go to a mega church that has four jumbotrons. No less, but I will accept more. I don't know where you're going to fit more than four jumbotrons, but I will accept more. One in the front, one in each side, and because they had so much money and they didn't know where to stuff it, they put one in the back unnecessarily. Ultra HD jumbotrons. That's the fucking lore. That's what... That's what it's going to take. That's the technology that's going to take for me to accept Jesus Christ in my heart. For me to accept Jesus Christ in my heart, I'm going to need a $10,000 smoke sh- smoke machine and a light show. And a motherfucking light show. Okay? I want a pastor. I want a passionate, energy-fueled questionably coked out of his skull pastor a young one a young pastor that has a bunch of energy that gets me moving I want a real con artist I want to be conned and I want to be conned good if that means that I get to be happy sober live a more productive and creative life so fucking be it so be it I'm going mega church Okay? I'm tired of these fucking Catholic old priests. These boring, unmotivated Catholic priests who fucking exude this like post-cum energy. You ever just, after you come, could you imagine ever having to do stand-up, ever having to give like a motivational speech, ever having to give like a class presentation right after coming? Uh-uh. Not happening. That's what these fucking priests do. It's like if they're they're so old and bored, dude. And then God went through the business and blah, blah, blah. that's why that's why there's so many. That's why there's so many religious black people. There's so many religious black people because Baptist church are just they're just filled with energy. That's why there are less. Black atheists than white atheists. I don't know if that's true, though. I should Google that, though. I should Google that, though. Which race has the most amount of atheists? Obviously, the one that has the least amount of atheists are like, you know, people from like Saudi Arabia, from that area. Let me see. Demographic of registry unaffiliated. Let's see. Atheism has a big race problem and no one's talking about it. Dude, I didn't even have to. I just, with the power of, with the power, with the power of sober, observing, I just saw the huge problem of atheism and race. Let me see. Let me see. Boo, just a cliche. Let me see. I just want to hear, I just, I just, I just want a sentence on a reputable website that says there are more white atheists than black atheists because black churches are much more fun than white churches. That's all I'm basing it on. And I'm tired of these fucking Catholic, these boring Catholic priests, dude. It's like, do you even want me to be there? And not only that, but they're like slurring 
mumbling, exuding this post-cum energy into this like speaker, this sound system that they bought in 2001. It's like, do you really care about the message of God? Like, honestly, let's all be honest here. If you truly believe that the message that you're trying to give out is going to save my life, it's going to save my soul from eternal Dalmatian. Dalmatian. Nice one, George. From me, et- <laughs> My soul just turns into a fucking dog. A spotty dog. You know? <laughs> just a dog with a lot of moles. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, someone for, like, all their life, they're like, oh, my God, my dog's a Dalmatian. And then they finally bring it to a vet because for some reason they never brought it to a vet, but they probably, but they finally bring it to a vet and it's just a white dog with a, with a bunch of skin cancer. <laughs> um, sir, your dog's not a Dalmatian. He's just white. It's just a white fur dog with a bunch of skin cancer, with a bunch of cancerous dog moles. <laughs> Oh my god, let me see. Demographic. Demographic. The religious unaffiliated population is younger, more heavily male, and more likely to be single than the general... (laughs) Fucking atheists are all single and whiny. About a third unaffiliated adults are... Race. Race. I just want race. God damn it. It's not gonna... I don't think... Okay, there we go. Race and ethnicity. Whoa! This is wild! This is wild! Okay, okay. I found it. I found it. I was right. I was right. Everyone could go suck a dick. I was right. I was right. This is fucking wild. The U.S. general population, racial and ethnic composition of religious groups. Holy shit, this is wild. (laughs) But, well, this is weird, too, though. Nah, no, these numbers don't make any sense, either. Oh, great. Yeah, this is something I'm going to have to look a little bit more extensively. Let me see. Atheists and agnostics are particularly likely to be non-Hispanic whites. Boom! That's all. That's all I wanted to read. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Because black churches are funner, dude. They really are. Not all Hispanic churches. Okay? Like, I, 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 I was, you know, I attended a lot of Catholic churching in my youth years, and it was boring as fuck, dude. A lot of boring fucking Puerto Rican priests here. But that's my point. That's my whole point. Like, do you really want me to believe in this? Put a little pep in your step. Do you really care about this message? Act motivated. Just like they do in Baptist churches. You know, break out a dance, you know. Kick up the songs. Make more catchy songs. It, it drives me insane. If you really care about your message, like any type of message, like take me, for example, I started with a $50 USB mic. Now I have at least in like producing this podcast that I truly believe in and not a lot of people enjoy because whatever, but it's like, this is something I care about. This is a, you know, a message I want to get out there. I have at least like $400 worth of equipment and that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's but it's something I care about. So I've been like, you know, upping up the quality of the podcast because it's something I care about. But if you really care about the message of God and getting the message of God out there in an effective manner, you would put air conditioning in your fucking church. You would install a new fucking sound system. You will have a $10,000 fucking 
smoke machine. Make it a show. Make it a light show. Just, you know, make me want to be there, Catholic Church. Make people want to be there. That's why people are fleeing the church because they're bored, uncomfortable, and you guys like touching children. It isn't the best place to be. <laughs> okay, if you're not going to get rid of the benches, getting rid of benches are hard. They're super long. I don't know how you would get rid of a bench <laughs> easily. <laughs> Has to take like 10 people to get rid of a bench. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. You know, oh, all I could imagine is some like, some like female hot pastor, you know, and she has a lot of simps around her and she's like, oh my God, can you guys like help me move a bench into my new church, you know, and all these guys thinking that they're going to get laid, laid, they appear and they fucking struggle. They struggle for hours figuring out how the fuck they're going to move a bench. <laughs> These long fucking church benches. <laughs> you guys just help me move a bench. You know, it's for Jesus and stuff. And I'll give you a, and I'll give you a promo code to my OnlyFans. My point being, it's like clearly, dude, if if like I, I swear to God, these people don't want their church to thrive. They don't want God to thrive in our hearts because they're obviously not upping their game when it comes to giving out their message. That's why I like mega churches. And they're comfortable. Okay? They're comfortable. It's a show. The songs are better. You know? I refuse to go to a church where the band doesn't have ex not only expensive instruments, but one of the members is playing a guitar. I refuse to go to church if someone does not have a guitar on stage, that's where I draw the line. No guitar? I'm an atheist. I believe in nothing. That's my price, God. You fucking hear me? You you want my soul? You want to save my fucking soul? Are you real? Are you real? Prove it to me. Give me an affordable church with four ultra HD jumbotrons. The band has a guitar. No one has one of these fucking bullshit tambourines, these church tambourines, you know, such a bullshit instrument for someone who wants to, like, be part of the band but has no talent, you know? They give that to the band retard. Uh-uh, not me. I want everybody who's on stage while the sermon is happening to be a seven or higher. I want them all to be attractive and in shape. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to save my soul. Let me look for that inspirational quote. The inspirational quote of the week. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, The will of God will never take you to where the grace of God will not protect you. This quote was obviously not said by a burn victim whose fingers are melted together. Anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following the podcast on social media, please follow the podcast. Podcast. Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. All that information is on the episode notes. You can also follow me on Twitter. My tweets are spicy, super caliente. Um, you can also follow me on social media. I'm doing a lot of videos. I'm doing like one skit video a week. I hate to 
fact that I call it a skit, but you know, I put a lot of work into the, into them and they're really fun. And I hope you guys enjoy that too. And if you really like this podcast, Hey, spread the word like that would help a lot. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.